Looking for work? Better pay? Better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Live from the OPC Pest Services Studio. Time for Middays with Marcus Maben on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Marcus Maben and Steve Rummage. Welcome back. Welcome back to Middays with Marcus Maben here on 93.9 The Ville. Steve Rummage here. James in the booth. Marcus Maben will be here. He is uh, currently on his way. He got held up. Uh, doing God knows what. And uh, that's okay. I didn't ask. He just said I'll be a few minutes late. He can explain when he gets here. Because it could be a number of things <laughs> that, that happened to Marcus in between uh, the trip from home to here. Appreciate that, James. I, still my, I wasn't, you know what? I wasn't even gonna get, I wasn't even gonna say anything. I was like, you know what? It's cool. I like James enough where it's like, nah, we, we good. Uh, Nikki V is actually here uh nikki v's got some things going on as some of you know i know bob said it last night bob is having uh bobby v is having open heart surgery today uh so you know very serious thing and uh nikki v is here but he's going to be doing the show uh plus you know getting back up to the hospital uh for his dad once surgery's over and everything so nikki v's got a lot on his plate today um so he's prepping he's prepping for the show if we needed him I have no reason to that I can even come up with on why we would need Nick. Um, surgery, family surgery doesn't, I don't, you still, sorry. Um, <laughs> he come in this morning and he was like, uh, he said, hey, you know, uh, dad, they're actually prepping dad right now. Dad's going to have surgery today. I, the first thing I said to Nick was, I was like, I hope this isn't going to affect your performance on the show. <laughs> I didn't know he was out yet, but uh, but Nikki V's here, so uh, we are we are praying uh, much against uh, Mark Blankenbaker's uh, beliefs. Apparently, we are praying for um, 
Bobby V and for uh, the whole Valvano family and that you know they come through this. So, um, so Nikki V's here. If you need anything, I can uh, we can ask him. But we got James, which I'm always excited about. It means everything's going to run smooth, clean. It's going to be a good show. James, you doing okay? Because like I me, mean, you did the whole Diener show too. Uh, so, yeah, I'm doing good. Hopefully okay, it's a good clean show. So, <laughs> yeah, I was okay. All right, good then. I was going to say, yeah, I know, yeah, I'm praying, I'm praying it's a good show. <laughs> so, anyways, that's uh, we we always enjoy having James. So, um, Marcus will be in here in a few. We'll chat with him. Like I said, I'm sure he'll have a couple good stories. Um, another day closer. I know we're going to get Kenny Payne. Uh, I think talking tonight at the uh, uh, the Kenny Payne show. So we'll hear kind of what he has to say. Um, once again last night, uh, Kentucky, the gift that keeps giving this year, thank you, uh, because I don't care. You can say to me, Steve, we're not good, so you shouldn't make fun of Kentucky. Well, here's the thing. If they were awesome – this would suck that much worse. <laughs> like it would be if if we were having the year we're having, and they were just tearing through their schedule, and they were winning games, and it was like, oh my gosh, they're getting picked to go to the Final Four. They're, I mean, they're almost a shoe in. They're a number one seed. They're going to Louisville as the number one seed. Oh my gosh! Like on top of what we're going through, it would be horrific. Instead, that's not the case. Instead, they're losing to Vanderbilt at home, okay? They're losing to Vanderbilt at home in March. So with that, <laughs> with that being said, you are definitely that's funny. My my Alexa just picked up and said, uh, can I get uh, or, or just showed me hotels around Vanderbilt. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not going that far. Uh love Nashville, but not Really, no connection there with Vanderbilt. Um, but with that being said, I mean, you know, they're they're losing games late in March. So you know what? I'm going to be happy about that. I still enjoy watching them lose. I enjoy the fact that they're not a threat really this year. To I mean, yeah, could they win a game here or two in the tournament? Sure. I mean, they may make you a little nervous, but they're not really a threat uh, to do anything past that. So that helps ease the pain a little bit of um, of of what we're gonna what we're going through. Uh, Texas says, "Tell Nikki V, my mom had open heart surgery three years ago, and she was back on her feet in a week." All the best to Bobby V. Somebody said, "Sending prayers to Bobby V and the family." Um, he's the other show I like besides y'all's. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. Um, so yeah. So anyway, shout out to. Calipari and his very short uh, press conferences after he loses and all that other stuff. Um, and that's fun. On the other hand, Jerry Stackhouse, pretty good. That guy, that guy, you know what? I'm, I'm wondering if North Carolina is not peeking over there at Vandy. And, you know, depending on how Hubert Davis and them finish this year or next year, I wonder if North Carolina's not got their eye on Jerry Stackhouse. Um and I was I was impressed with him. I mean, I think I think he has done he has done a fantastic job. And you're hoping, we're hoping, um, even though I think Kenny Payne has a lot more um had a lot more 
previous, and I don't know what, I mean, I, I could maybe be able to make an argument or it could be able to just to crush me because uh, I don't know Jerry Stackhouse's records at Vandy. I don't think they were great the first couple years, and they're not great now, but um, Jerry Stackhouse didn't have a lot of coaching you know necessarily before either so I think when you watch guys like that you hope that Kenny Payne can come in here and can continue to get better and when I watch a guy like Jerry Stackhouse I mean because it's very easy to just go and assuming Kenny Payne's the guy here for a while and he and he goes out after the season and he gets guys and next year's a much better year and we're a tournament team or you know whatever that whatever that looks like next season and we keep getting better and that's that's the hope so I'm not arguing today with anybody. I'm just saying, okay, that should be the hope that all of us are on trajectory-wise. Um, I mean, I, I would think most people, most people aren't rooting for them to necessarily fail. You know, you might not believe it's going to work, um, but I don't think you're – that's kind of with, like, Blankenbaker and stuff. Like, I don't think Blankenbaker's rooting for Louisville to – for Kenny Payne to fail. Um I just think he says, I don't think it'll work. Okay, well, that's fine. I understand that. But but if it does, I think you hope he stays on a trajectory. When you look around, you see Patrick Ewing. And you say, man, you know, that's terrible. But Patrick Ewing's one case. And then you look around, you see guys like Penny Hardaway. You see guys like uh, Jerry Stackhouse. You see other ones. Oh, James, appreciate that. I forgot what it's like to have a producer, James. Wow. Wow, yeah. Yes, I mean, you know, they have nine wins. They go from nine wins to 19 wins. Uh, they have 16 this year. They'll probably end up with somewhere around that. So, I mean, you, you that's probably not going to cut it at Louisville. But um, you do see you see a guy that has gotten better in the coaching ranks. So, now, like I said, I think Kenny Payne has a little more – I guess my expectation for Kenny Payne would be a lot higher than Jerry Stackhouse just with where Kenny Payne's been coaching-wise, with the connections Kenny Payne has. Um, so so please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying just look at that and say, okay, well, but if Kenny Payne went from four to 19, 20 wins, uh, th- that would be a pretty acceptable I think second year. I, I don't think anybody would be upset with that. Now, you don't want to take steps back after that. I mean, you want to stay in that range of that and beyond going forward. But um, so I don't think that's crazy to say. So, uh, so again, I take coaches like that and I look and I look at when I say Penny Hardaway and Stackhouse, let me be clear. I hold Kenny Payne to a lot higher standard not just because it's Louisville but because of where he was before here um you know Penny Hardaway was coaching AAU Stackhouse had some coaching before then but I mean not not major I mean Kenny Payne you're talking about a guy who's been in the game for a long time I mean he he turned down some head coaching jobs he's been in the NBA he was associate head coach at Kentucky for years I mean he has connections all around so I think there's more expectation there for him. But what I'm saying is when you see these other guys that do get better, and I think it's very easy to point to Pat Ewing because he didn't get better and say, well, well, that's the that's the comparison there. You know, there's Boom and there's Pat Ewing. Well, no, there's, there's Pat Ewing, but 
there is um, there is a lot of other guys too, you know. I mean, that that have done a good job, and you see them getting better. I mean, I remember Stackhouse after his second year. I mean, I think he had eleven wins and nine wins. People were like, he's terrible. Well, last night, go go look. I mean, there, there's people all over are like, hey man, this guy can coach. This guy can coach. He can't get the players at Vandy that he needs to be able to get, but he can coach. And uh, again, like I said, I wouldn't be shocked for somebody like North Carolina to probably come after him, you know, when that when that time comes. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just I, guys like that do if you're looking for more. I don't want to say hope just because I don't like to use that phrasing. If you're looking for more evidence that, hey, maybe it can work if you're skeptical. If you're skeptical that this is going to work and you say, hey, Steve, give me some tangible stuff that will not not just if, if you're somebody that says, I don't want just hope. I don't want just that. Give me some tangible stuff as to why this can work. I, I would point directions like that. Uh, Texer says uh, 48 said KP was a mistake. Well, OK, well, we'll see. I mean, it was one year. I'm. Maybe it was. I don't know. We'll find out. We're gonna. We're that's the beauty. We're gonna find out. So we're gonna get a chance to find out. Um, somebody says sending prayers, but God answers back. Will Blankenbaker be upset? Interesting. <laughs> prayers for the V family. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Appreciate all those. Yeah, and a mistake is probably a little much. Like I, I don't. He's been here for one year. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Like, let's let's look at that. But I mean, again, the beauty of it is whether you believe this or that. I mean, I said it early. I still stand by it. He's going to get a second year. I don't even think that's really on the table. I, I mean, I know you believe it, not believe it. And, and hey, I mean, and you never know. I mean, I'm not saying like I'm the end all be all. Like you know, maybe whatever, something happens. But I, I would be blown away. If something like that uh, happens, so I, I think you're going to see him get another shot at it, and um, and how he responds to that is going to say a lot. Uh, Texas says we have to give KP time. I mean, and I think there are people that are in that wheelhouse too that say because because I think I think I probably like James fall in the middle category there where I'm like there are some that say I, I, you're not going to get four or five years like you're not you're just not going to get that you're not going to get four years of okay you go from four wins to 12 wins from 12 wins to 18 wins from 18 wins to to, to 18 to 19 you know like I, you you won't get even though that trajectory is there um you're not going to get that time to uh to do that so not here i just don't think i mean i think next year you'll you'll know a lot going forward i mean we'll know next year like i I think what's going on uh let's see the texter says um okay this is fair text says the comparison to stackhouse would be would be appropriate if Kenny went to, goes to DePaul, gradually develops like Stackhouse, where Louisville has their eye on him. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. We've skipped that step. Okay, and, and that's one thing that I understand some people didn't like before the hire. So I'm not trying to rewrite history. Um, I knew we were skipping that step. Okay, I said I'm okay with that. Ideally, like Texter, you're 100% right. 
I totally agree with you. Like, that is the better, like, okay, go to DePaul. Like, what if Kenny Payne had been at DePaul and they were okay, and then they won more games, and then they won more games, and then they got better and better, and then Louisville come and got him. That's probably the more ideal way to do it. And let me say this. If Kenny Payne, like, this is not an elephant in the room to say. If Kenny Payne has isn't a Louisville guy, then that's not even a conversation. But he is. He is a Louisville guy, you know, and, and there is that that is a thing. So I think that's why he was able to skip that step and get this job. And you hired him knowing now again, I'm not saying knowing four wins. I'm not saying all, and we're having all these conversations because yes, we still play Saturday. Yes, we probably play one game next week, two at the most. Yes, I understand all that. Um but it's still kind of the time of year where you can start to wrap up uh kind of look back and wrap up the season. Okay. All right. Well, oh, okay. You good? Do I need to do it? You need to do it? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Go, go ahead then. All right. Uh, well, all right. We got Marcus Maven. What's going on? <laughs> uh, you have Marcus Maven and, and a very frustrated, shameful Marcus Maven <laughs> okay. on, this, on this line. All right. I'm Jeez. listening. You saw me order adapters. You saw me order multiple adapters. You saw me put them in my bag. You saw me say, I'm never going to let this happen again after the home uh, uh, um, after the home incident. Do you know I get to this Roosters and I have the shame of Coach Crumb over me right now because I don't have an adapter? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to connect right on in. Oh, no. Yeah, so now, shamefully, everybody's scrambling around trying to help me out so I can get fully connected. But, but that's not what's important right now. What's important right now is Denny Crumb potato soup luncheon. Happy birthday, Coach Crumb. You know, he gets the, and he gets the week-long celebration and all that good stuff. Um, okay, so what have I missed this morning so far? Well, uh, we was right in the middle of uh, <laughs> <laughs> deep conversations uh, about Kenny Payne. And uh, I was talking about Jerry Stackhouse and, and just there was some other – um, there was some other, you know, everybody does point to Patrick Ewing, but I'm like, there are other things there. Um, the other guys that you look and I say, okay, they're getting better, but I understand I do hold Kenny Payne to a little higher standard than those guys just because of his coaching acumen before then. Uh, you know, I mean, he's right. he's been a, a associate head coach. He's been doing all those things. I mean, you know, he's got connections, so I hold him to a very high standard um, right. as opposed to, to the Penny Hardaway and stuff. But I just say there is proof out there that some of these coaches get are getting better. And what, wasn't Wasn't it awesome? When I was listening to um, a random post-game show at ESPN Louisville saying, Jerry Stackhouse is going to be awesome when he gets some dudes in. <laughs> well, that, and that was my conversation. I was like, Louisville, I mean, I was like, Jerry Stackhouse will probably be at North Carolina when if Hubert Davis don't work out. Like, I mean, that's probably where they'll, I imagine, where North Carolina will go. 
Um, So it's, you know, and somebody, somebody had the tweet where they were like, well, you know, that would be kind of like comparing if, if Kenny Payne had went to DePaul and did better and then come and took the Louisville job. And I'm like, well, yeah, I agree with that. But you knew what we knew that going into it. And the fact that he was a former player and the fact that this was a different situation and the fact that Louisville wasn't necessarily in a position to go just hire whoever they wanted, whenever they wanted at the time, that he did get that job and probably got it without having to – he might have skipped a step. Okay, fine. That's fine. But it can still, you know, work in that direction. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Listen, you you, you sound like it's a very intriguing conversation. Sure, I'm sure you've given out the eighty-one fifty. You are missed. Um, first thing our guy asks is, uh, do, do I need to leave a diet coke ready for you? Oh man, uh, at the Roosters in Shelbyville, in Middletown. So that's where we'll be at. Uh, I'm going to try to link back in very, very shortly. We're efforting it right now, but you sound like you're holding it down. Okay. Just fine. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll try to hit back in. in if, if if you get it worked out, just shoot James. James is up there, and uh, we'll just we'll just bring you on in then, man. Cool. Later. All right. All right. See you. It's uh, Marcus Maven. He's out at the uh, Potato Soup Luncheon. Uh, Coach Crumb, like he said, happy birthday. Uh, let me get to the text line. So I said, Bill Self won six games his first year. People need to calm down. Give the man time. Uh, it's unrealistic not to give him at least two years. He didn't create this mess. It takes time to clean it up. Uh, Mike Woodson's doing pretty well at IU. I would agree with that. I mean, yeah, Mike Mike Woodson obviously didn't have a four-win season to start the year. I mean, he did pretty good. But, I mean, that's another guy that – now, granted, Mike Woodson was a head coach in the league and stuff. So, I mean, there, there probably even is more expectation there with him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's another one that's hope. Uh, KP took over uh, – well, I don't know if it took over a toxic waste dump. Like, hang on now. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know if it was that bad, but he deserves a second year at least if he was fired after one year. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, that I don't think you're going to fire him. The one criticism I agree with, the mixed messaging, preaching hard work and standard, and then letting Sidney keep his captain spot is crazy. There's an argument to be had there. Uh, be another grueling year next year. KP doesn't know how to coach. We have to stay away from Patrick Ewing path. Well, okay, but there are multiple other paths. So you're just saying that that's the path. That's the only thing. If you don't acknowledge, that would be like me getting on here and not acknowledging that, hey, that could be the case. You would be mad at me if I got on here and said, oh, I mean, it's not even it's not even possible that he's a Patrick Ewing. It's not even possible that he fails. So you have to acknowledge that there is another path for him too. That that's kind of been my only thing through this whole time is I think you have a group on both sides that won't acknowledge the other. And I talked about it yesterday. People are so quick sometimes to say, "Oh, well, he's gonna. He's, I know he's gonna get dudes." Okay, well, what if he don't? And then on the flip side, I've had people tell me, "I'm like, I'm in the camp. I think he's gonna get dudes. I think you're gonna find that out." probably within the next seven to ten days when he lands a five-star kid for this class in Dennis Evans. And I think there's some other kids out there, not necessarily high school, that you're going to hear within a few weeks after the season that are are coming in that's going to upgrade this roster majorly. Okay? So if you say, well, if he don't get players, uh, okay, well, what if he does? Okay, Okay, well, then he can't coach them. Okay, well, what if he can? But that would be like me not acknowledging that 
Maybe he does get players, and maybe he's just not good. Maybe, maybe, maybe he does go out and load the roster up, and next year they're just not a good team. Well, then that, there's a problem there. Okay, and we're like, well, what are you gonna do then, Steve? I don't know. Probably fire him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know what? What, what you want me to say? Uh, so it says uh, uh, Louisville did himself a disservice skipping that step, and Kenny did himself a disservice by skipping that step. Um, I don't think disservice is the right word. I I I, I disagree with that. That's one of those where it's like, okay, I hear you. I disagree. Um, I think. The guys Louisville could have hired last year are different from the guys a lot of people think they could have hired last year. Just my opinion. I think that the list wasn't, uh, yeah, 81 50 93 well, obviously 38, but 81 50 we'll be take we'll, uh, we'll take some calls today too, obviously. Uh, James is manning the phone back there. Uh, and if he's not, just send terrible cuss word laden messages to James. Um, and tag him, email him too. Um, <laughs> let him know. How, let him know how angry you are. Email him like you would Josh Hurd if you're mad. <laughs> um, says I'm not an anti Kenny Payne guy. I'm just in the middle. And next year, I want to be in the tournament next year. Not planning a trip to Pigeon Forge during March. I totally understand. That. Totally understand that frustration. I miss. I'm going to Panama City on spring break. Like I miss not caring. Like, I miss not, like, oh, where's the Final Four at? Just in case. You know, like, well, if the Final Four is in out west, maybe we should go to out west. You know, just in case the Final Four, you know, just in case they make it. So, that, that statement there from a Louisville fan, I will not argue with that one bit. I totally understand what you're saying. I Blake and Baker and I talked this morning in the 9 o'clock hour about the tournament and about seating and about uh, locations and man, it just broke my heart. It just broke my heart. So, <laughs> it's like, man, I, want, I love, I love this time of year. Bracket Tyler, man, where are they going? Are they going to be here? I'm planning trips. Oh man, it's this city I want to go to. So I understand that. Uh, totally texter. Uh, man, there's so many texts coming in. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get to uh, most of them. It says the improvement of JJ and Mike James playing as well as he is good coaching. If he can be blamed in the bad, give him credit for the good. I do agree with that. I think that um, you see guys like Mike James have gotten better. Uh, JJ has gotten better. Kamari's gotten better. Um, L's gotten better. I mean, so guys have gotten better throughout the year. That does give me hope that like, okay, there are some. So that get, if, there, if nobody was getting better, it would make me say, Okay, it's tough for me to believe that some of these players just aren't going to get it. But the fact that there are a few guys, and Mike James, maybe you can say, okay, he's just getting healthy. Okay, fine, I'll give you that one. But there are a few guys that have clearly gotten better through the year. And if you already are pretty down on the roster, if you say, and don't rewrite history, a lot of people were down on the roster. So now... I. To me, it is kind of rich now how quickly we're like, no, nah, super talented team. Well, nobody was saying that before the season. Like, Marcus and I were probably saying that more than anybody. He's like, I don't know, I think they're pretty good. Like, um, let's see, if KP was not a U of L alum, would he be back? Uh, probably not, but he is. Um, Bill Self was a head coach at Oral Roberts when he won six games. He was at Oral Roberts and Tulsa for seven years before he got a power six head coaching job. Yeah, that's fair. 
again, I think we've covered that though. Like, yes, that's that's something that you had to acknowledge before Kenny Payne got the job and after. Again, we can live in this universe, but we can also live in an alternate universe where, okay, what if what if they hired Matt McMahon from Murray State? He's at LSU now. And he was terrible here. Like, what if he had nine wins? I, I, I'm like, I think right now, I said that, and if you wanted to, it was very easy for you to go, oh, I'd feel much better. Would you? Would you? If we hired Murray State's coach last year, and he had nine wins right now, would you feel better? Now, again, it's easy to say you would right now, but really put yourself... Marvel's in that phase right now where they're doing the uh, all the different realities. Put yourself in that reality. What would our shows sound like? What would the text lines look like right now? If Matt McMahon was the coach and we were just winning nine games, ten games. Like I said, ten games look pretty sweet right now because you're at four. I understand that. But it wouldn't be pretty, okay? People would be mad. People would be really mad right now. Uh... Let me see. There's so much, uh, so much here. Gosh, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to skip through them. Uh, let's see. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Not going to the tournament didn't start with Kenny. Well, yeah. No, I understand that. Yeah. I mean, w- w- the last few years. I mean, what I hate is how conditioned we've been to, and we have. I mean, gosh, I think I did a whole hour on this before. How conditioned we are now to just March being. March. <laughs> it's like, man, like it used to be the time, you know, it used to be the time that we we knew we were going to be, you know, you knew you were going to be in the tournament. We knew we were going to be doing things. It was just like now we've just been so conditioned to, yeah, we're out. <laughs> it's like, okay. So that, that part of it does have to change. 100% has to change and uh, has to change quick. Um, okay, let's go ahead and we'll take a break. We'll keep James on schedule. We'll come back. We'll chat about some more things. Um, we'll see if we get Marcus. I don't know if that'll work out or not. But if not, uh, James and I will hold it down and we'll have a good time. Uh, Middays with Marcus Maven on 93 Now in the Ville. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition. And I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, Come on, muscle through it. But then also say, Hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to Middays with Marcus Maven here on 93.9 The Ville. Steve Rummage, James in with us. We're having a good time. James didn't strike me as a rock and roll guy. Yeah. Uh, Texture says, bit, I guess. James hung up on me. What do I do? Call back. <laughs> call back. Just call back. Yeah, it's real simple. 
A couple things really quick. Tonight, the Kenny Payne Show from 7 to 8. Uh, be on 93.9 The Ville right here. So um, probably, I don't know if it's the last one. Probably is. I don't think they'll do one next week. Unless they do a post game. I don't know what the plan is for that. Uh, also, just looking ahead, Jeff Walls and the Louisville women's basketball team will be in the ACC tournament as the four seed. The Cards will play first in action Friday. Uh, 10.30 a.m. Network pregame. So tomorrow. Uh, 4.30. So we'll be on just for about 30 minutes tomorrow. And then they're going to kick us off the air because apparently the ACC tournament is more important than hearing from me and Marcus, which it is. So shout out to everybody down uh, in Greensboro. I know uh, I know there's a nice contingent down there. We're, we're rooting them on. And uh, they, on the other hand, have a real shot at making a run. So I'm excited about that. Um, let's see. We'll get to a couple things. Before I get to, I want to get to some comments from Dennis Evans. Um, there's some commentary on Dennis Evans and some uh, comments from Trenton Flowers. Five-star Dennis Evans in 2023. Five-star Trenton Flowers in 2024. Uh, Want to get to a little bit of that. But before we do that, uh, we told you 3831-939 is the phone line, and we've got some people on there. So we'll start out with Roy. Roy, welcome in, man. What's going on? Hey, Steve. What's going on, buddy? Nice to hear from you. I just want to say, man, you know, being up here in Buckeye land, mm. uh, you, you're like my ears to Louisville because, you know, you don't get none of that news up here. Uh, so you guys are like my voice. But being a Cardinal fan since 1980, and I'm probably dating myself, uh, that was the first game I ever watched was the championship game. I fell in love with the Cards ever since. So all the years I've been watching, my, my biggest thing is – I know this season's in, in the crapper, uh, but if we don't get the five-star dudes, everybody gets hyped up when we throw a five-star name out there. Mm-hmm. This guy's thinking about coming. This guy, I mean, I, a lot of that came, I think, about in the transfer portal last year. When we would get all these guys coming in, and then, sure. you know, everybody's like, think we got a 100% chance of getting these dudes, and they rolled out somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't get them, so then there was disappointment in him. Because, see, my thing was, and I knew Marcus kept harping on, don't worry about not having guards. I'm from the school where we got four guards and we press. Mm. And we put pressure on them. My thing is, if Kenny doesn't get the five-star guys and his coaching staff, I'm not putting it all on Kenny, but Kenny take a three-star guy like, you know, a Brian Kaiser was, a Quentin Bailey was, even a Russ Smith nobody really wanted out of high school. Is the staff and him going to be able to develop? I mean, I see it in J.J. a little bit, a lot more than I saw last year. So that gives me a glimmer of hope. But can he take these three-star guys that have the ability or you see something in them, there's a dog in them, and bring it out to be what it is to be a Cardinal player? That's just my biggest thing. I mean, I would love to have 15 five-star guys. Here's my thing. I sat back and I all these UK fans up here talk all this junk, and I say, dude, you guys have the one or two recruiting class every year, and how many banners are you guys hanging over there? Thank you. <laughs> all them five star dudes ain't uh, going to get you a banner every year. Yeah. So I mean, it, I, I, I get I mean, a lot of the stuff that you say and your concerns about next year and all that stuff. Dude, it's a hundred. I, I, I might as well be saying it myself. Sure. Sure. I mean. But uh, I'll get off, and uh, yeah. I love the show, man. I, I love every chance you get when you throw a tweet out there. I'm on it. Uh, you know, 
I think you're great on radio, bro. Uh, one of these days I ever get the little ball, look you guys up. A hundred percent, Roy. Man, we we appreciate you. Thank you very much, man. Um, yeah, you, you have a good day, Steve, and uh, you know, hope Marcus can get in there a little bit. Help you treat to the show today. You ain't got to hold the bag yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Roy. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with him on that. Like, I don't know that the recipe for success here is just the load them up, just five star, five star, five star. But with Kenny Payne, you do expect some five stars. And uh, and that's what I think you're getting when you hear about guys like Dennis Evans, guys like um, Trent Flowers, other ones that, that I do. So I think your goal, though, is still to get a one or two and build around them. But I understand what Roy's saying. I really do. Um, let me take this one. Master Yoda. Master Yoda, welcome in, man. What's going on? What up, Steve? What up, man? Hey, can, can, can we have a conversation, brother? Let's do it. Hey, you know why I love you and Maven? Fact. I love you. I love you and Maven because y'all love the university that I love, that we all love, and that's something special, bro. When you can get a community like that, man, and we band together because we all want a little bit of win, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And just remembering those days and those Final Four runs, the Lead Eight runs, all that—that's great. Can you, James, if he got it pulled up, Yeah. can you run down the roster that Chris Mack inherited first and then I don't know if they got the average points per game or, or not even that. What about the experience? Experience from that team to KP's roster. Can we do that? Well, we can definitely. I mean, looking at there, I mean, you had a Koya gal. You know, he was an older guy. Christian Cunningham was – an older guy, Darius Perry, I think was a sophomore that year. Quan Four was an was a. I'm saying older guys. When I say older guys, right, I'm basically right. no, mean I'm a grad with, grad guy. Right. Yeah. Malik Malik Williams was a. Uh, he had Quan Four. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, Quan Four. Yeah, Malik <laughs> Williams. Yeah, VJ King was was a young guy. Uh, actually, Darius might have been a freshman that year. Uh, Steve Enoch uh, was a transfer, but he had he had already uh, had his transfer year. Uh, Dwayne Sutton was a, was a transfer in, so he had had a few years under him. Ryan McMahon and uh, Jordan Wara. Oh my God! Yeah, that was his first roster. It was. And let's look at KP's first roster. Yeah, the experience itself speaks volumes, and we all know experience means knowledge. So I don't care what anyone says. That experience hurts. Oh and yeah. When they're not and they're not giving that effort. And we gonna blame everything on KP. He got to go first year. How many years did we give Mac? Now, granted, we can't have two, four, and twenty-six years back to back. We can't have that. Well, well let me be I clear, Yoda, Like, if that stuff doesn't happen with Mac. I really think Mac's still a coach here. Like I just so so like even when people are like, oh well, Mac got fired after this for this. I'm like, there were more than that. Like I don't think Mac would have gotten fired had all that stuff not happened. Like, and what I mean by all that stuff is, you know what I mean? Like the storage and all that. Yeah. So I agree. Okay. I agree. He's still the head coach. Yeah. He's still the head coach, man. Sure. But I just want to see. 
I mean, it's a lot of stuff, you know, we, we linking up to different type of players and stuff like that. Let's see. He wants his type of guy. So he's going yeah. after his type of guys for his system. Sure. Well, that's why I've always said, so, I mean, to me, it was always kind of wild to think that he wouldn't get a second year. Like I was like, I, I don't right. and, and I'm the quickest. I probably have the quickest trigger on planet earth when it comes to coaches. <laughs> like, like, so, uh, but I was like, I, I don't even know see, that we're see, talking I'll, about here with one more thing before I get off. Yes, sir. One more thing. I got to talk football with you. Okay. Cause you, cause you're a football guy like me. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Are you going to the spring game? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You couldn't keep me out of that place. <laughs> I can't wait. If you love, yeah, let's talk spring game. Louisville. If you love Louisville, you love <laughs> Jeff Brown. If y'all ain't at this spring game, oh man, y'all ain't no Louisville fans, baby. Mm. I'm saying, L's up, go Cars. I'm out. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate the call, Marcus. I think we got yeah, you connected yeah. now. Yeah, let's yeah let's talk spring game. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> of yeah, course yeah, we can talk know, spring game. Yeah, yeah, you know what, coach? You chose that team. No, no excuses. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in that mood right now. Let's like, yeah, get together. No, nobody has any more excuses. <laughs> Just <laughs> no, seasons. But, but Steve, I, I am connected thanks to the Roosters. They got me through. Okay. Um, like like I said, uh, yeah. So I will be joining you unless there there's any other interruptions. I'll try to get that background uh, music turned down just a little bit. That's fine. Um. Okay, it's not too loud. Uh, no, I mean it's it's it it sounds it's probably a little, probably a touch, but it's 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 close to being ambiance. You know, like if it was just okay. a touch down, it would probably be more ambiance than it is. But yeah, it's not like distracting right now. Yeah, you're fine. Yes, yeah, Steve, I don't I don't care if we have, if we go get all four stars and five stars and all uber talented people and upsides like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't look. I don't for a couple of years, Steve. I could go without major projects. <laughs> just, just give me some talent. Yeah, I know. Look, look I, I want to see a, a a more relaxed Kenny Payne over there on the sideline next year. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, well, and that's what he's going to get his chance to do. I mean, here, that's what I say. I mean, we're we're going to find out. I was about to read. Um, I, I I could save it for the second hour though. Um, I have we have some commentary on Dennis Evans, um, ah. and uh, some quotes from Trenton Flowers. Um, actually, you know what? I'll just do it right now. I'll do it right now. Let me let me just read. Oh, uh, uh, no need. Don't don't let me. Um, can I turn up mine? Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, you're, you're quarterback in this thing, so you let me know. Well, yeah, I was gonna say let's go ahead and do this now, so that way in the second hour we can just start fresh with whatever conversation we have, you know, and and stuff, and we can talk a little more about the potato soup luncheon and, and some things like that. Uh, what what that's going Absolutely. for and everything. Um, so right now, and this will just kind of translate into what I've been talking about. A uh, little commentary on Dennis Evans, okay? Says uh, the Cardinals are the presumed leader. This is according to Rivals. Mm. And if put together a nice pitch to build around a game-changing big man, they will need to make over the roster significantly in year two of the Kenny Payne era, and having a budding star in the post could attract other talented prospects through the transfer portal this season. The task at hand is di- uh, at Louisville is a difficult one, but Evans seems sufficiently enticed as well as sold 
on the fact that he could stand at the center of a memorable rebuild. It's a nice little commentary there. That's the type of guys <laughs> I need to bring in. And also, again, like the article says, I do I it, I understand. Okay, let me be clear. I do understand the people that say things like, well, yeah, but I got my hopes up last year for a few guys and it didn't happen. But it has annoyed me how Dennis Evans and the ranking of Dennis Evans and the elite prospect that is Dennis Evans has just kind of gotten glossed over as, well, yeah, I mean, there's what, there's this Evans kid and then there's, it's like, no, it's not just this Evans kid. Right. It's a kid that's ranked number 12 in the country at his highest. Right. Like, it's not just, oh, that one kid, uh, uh, some, I, I can't remember what show, and I'm sorry I'm not harping on you particularly, whoever said it, but they were like, oh, you know, uh, what, what's his name, Dennis Goggles, and I'm like, okay. It's the right. number 12 player in the country. Like, but, I mean, the, yeah, like hey, yeah, this when is I not. Start hear, when I start hearing that stuff, I'm just like, you're the problem. It might have been Strebel. If it was Strebel, then it don't count. But like, <laughs> you, you're the problem more than anything in the world. You know, that's, Strebel that's Butler. Got, listen, that's why I got so worked up the other day. Yeah. Because it was like, okay, so you're basically telling me recruiting is dead because any the higher the recruit is, you're going to find the Sam Williamson comparison. You're going to find the failure comparison over all the the uh, data that we have of, of, of hits and misses. If you're determined to bring in the miss in every conversation, it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Like, don't call in anymore. Don't text in anymore. I'm not going to get excited about any recruit. Like, like you, you made the point to me. The guy who says I'm not getting excited about any recruit until they're here. You, you literally said to me, and you said, Marcus, two weeks ago, Dennis Evans was signed, sealed, delivered, and everything, uh, everything yeah. you can do you already, outside of playing basketball. You already breathed the big sigh of relief if you're a gopher. You went, oh, oh he signed. Okay. <laughs> until he wasn't. Until he, until he was let out of his letter of intent and you were reading about it on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's a hypothetical point guard that could be here, you know, and, and, and his name is being tossed about. And he was actually playing <laughs> there, there were guys until, there, until he wasn't <laughs> yeah, there are guys playing right now uh, okay I'll, I'll end with this and then we'll just uh this is trenton flowers okay now this is a 2024 five star talking about and now this one i do understand a little more that's a year out so this right. one isn't like hey you should be excited about this because a kid like trenton flowers could just as easily go to north carolina right. uh, you know anyway like I, so i'm not guaranteeing you get him but i mean Oh, oh, but 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 again, if you're if we're gonna talk recruiting, we should be allowed to talk recruiting without saying every when we talk about a hundred recruits, you realize that we're gonna have ninety six misses. Yeah, and four of them you're gonna land oh, right. out of the top one hundred. Sure. So you mean to tell me, yeah, we're gonna spend our time talking about the ninety six percent of failures. I know. This texter, I do want to say, I do appreciate this text. It says, if Evans does come and they turn things around, he probably doesn't understand how huge of a hero he would be. And the fans will adore this entire class. You know, We Caleb love big Glenn. men here. We, we love do. Big men. We do. We do. <laughs> yeah. And ones that can do what, what he's done. Okay, let me read this, and then we'll get James to a break, too. But uh, Trenton Flowers says, 
he's talking about his recruiting. He says, I want to go to a place where I can come in and make an immediate impact. A place that has a plan in place for me to get to my goal. Right? He said that separately. That's his. That was his, if I could just generally say where I would want to go. A place that can make an immediate impact and a place that has a plan for me to get to my goal, which presumably is the NBA, right? Right. This is what he has to say about Louisville. I've known Coach Nolan Smith since he was recruiting me when I was at when he was at Duke. Mm-hmm. Even though their roster or their season has not been the greatest, I can see what they're trying to do over there. The entire staff has a lot of experience that I believe can help me achieve my goal of playing at the next level. Right. I took an official visit to look for Louisville Live and was able to watch the Florida State game recently. The energy and the fans there are amazing. Now, this is a kid who says, hey, I want somewhere where I can come in and make an impact and somewhere I can reach my goal. And when you read that, he's saying they're not having a great season. I understand that. It's probably opportunity there. Yeah, there's no surprises. And the coaching staff there can get me to where I want to go. You're in. I mean, that, that's a top 10 player. You know what I'm saying? Like, And there's multiple. So I'm just saying for every there's nothing out there, there's those. Right. Right. Well, again, I appreciate you uh, help, helping me get through this and quarterback in this thing. We're gonna we're gonna be rolling along. I'll, sure. I'll have some I'll have some information about a fundraiser, uh, another fundraiser outside of the Denny Crumb Scholarship Foundation. Uh, hopefully, like I said, starting to fill in here. I hope, like I said, we'll get the sound adjusted. Everything seems to be running smooth on my end. We'll keep it rolling. Nine three nine Deville.